What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 206. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I'm good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? I'm fine. I, I want to apologize for, for being tardy today because I know this was a big issue for some of us uh, more than others. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I hope you all can accept my apology for. Say for my this. name. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> say my name. I'm the, I'm the one who had an issue with your tardiness. You're absolutely correct. You know, don't beat around the bush. Come at me. I'm here, man. No, hey, no, how, how you send an email and say you're going to be late this afternoon? And actually, be really late. Exactly, it's crazy, Keith. I mean, because you know, because because that's what. That's, yeah, Mark. That's logic. If you know that your day is stacked in a way that's going to make it tough to be there, you give people plenty of heads up that hey, I'm not going to be there in time. Versus, say, send that email at three o'clock. But at that point, he's like, listen, you know, what makes it? He sent that at at seven. At so he's doing this morning. Hey, he's, this he's, morning. Do, he's doing the opposite of his brother. Okay, good job, Mark. Okay, good. We we usually get yours about. Oh man, it's ten thirty. It's traffic. I'm like, oh god. Okay, <laughs> now you telling us? Okay, that's good. That's good. No, I'm just what you do. This is what you call just giving people a heads up of a possibility. Now, if I get here on time, there's no issue. But if I'm late, then you're already prepared for it. But well, well, I will. I would have to hold you because if you get here on time. There's three other guys here. There's one guy who definitely is not going to be on time because you know how he goes. You sent an email in the morning. You said you was late. That was the time start. I'm not going to be here. We know who's going to do that. I'm mm. here on time. Just not. I, go I'm ahead. Not the, I'm not. I'm not your coffin time. The time to start at five o'clock. I'll be here at five o'clock. There you go. And that's the point I'm making. That's my. He made my point. So I'm you could have got here. You could have got here at four thirty and signed on, and three of us would have been here. But we do know there's another guy who was like, yo, you said four or five o'clock and he would have came on and fought you tooth and nail. Five is five. And he's absolutely correct, though, you know, but we glad you're safe. That's what's important. You're safe and, you you know, you're here with us, man. But, you know, we accept your apologies. You know, please, next week, don't let it happen again. OK, let me just get to the point. Okay? Right, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you gave me that, that, that bit of grace there. I appreciate that. Um, you know, and I am safe. There's little weather-related issues today. And and speaking of, of people dealing with weather-related issues, we just want to again shout out uh the people kind of going through it in the state of Florida right now. It is it is a hard time. We saw pretty much a category four storm, a storm that that intensified stupid fast, rapidly. It went from like from a one to a two, 
two to three, it three jumped. to four, and then it was brushing up against. They said it was it was near category five. I don't, I don't know how. Like you know, five minutes before it makes landfall, they go, "Well, no, it's not really category five. It's category four. But it was like winds were like over one hundred and fifty miles an hour. I think category five is one fifty five. If the winds are blowing one fifty two, one fifty three, that that extra two miles to three miles an hour ain't gonna make that much of a difference. <laughs> You're right. I mean, it's a category five as far as I'm the concerned. Like, people lost their homes and stuff. It didn't yeah. make a difference. It's a catastrophic, catastrophic uh, uh, yeah. uh, damage, and we see, you know, we've seen the uh, the 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 pictures, and, I, and and they've been putting out uh, on on social media. They're 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 writing corrections right now because some of these pictures have been photoshopped, and like the one with the shark, you know, on the oh, highway, yeah. <laughs> and the other one with the seal, you know, going up the street. You know, I mean, people have to be smarter than that. But but these other shots that you're seeing, some of the uh, the government shots uh, right. and the news agency shots, those are not photoshopped. And and the people that lived on those barrier islands out there in the Gulf, uh, San Marcos, and I've been to Fort Myers, and I've been I've been in Naples, I've been to both places. And yeah, it's 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 you know Southwest Florida got crushed. They were anticipating it, maybe swinging into Tampa, um, and and the Clearwater area, and it, it yeah, wobbled it slightly. Game. Yeah, and and it, yeah, if it had gone there, that would have it would have devastated because that that's that's the whole bay would have would have washed out of of uh, Tampa Bay, and it's a very shallow bay anyway, and that means that water would have been in the streets of Tampa and Clearwater and everywhere else, uh, but. That's that's like you know a small favor because the other part, the, the the southwestern part of the state, got devastated, devastated, and um, there's some some controversy now. They're saying that the death toll numbers, you know, are not really accurate. Ron DeSantis, I'm gonna just say it, you know, because I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of coming for these assholes. Ron DeSantis, uh, who is the governor of Florida, um, and there's a reason. He's the governor of Florida. Florida's he's shaped old. like a dick. He's yeah. old. He's old. <laughs> Florida's shaped like a dick. Florida is the United States dick pointing into, uh, you know, hanging into the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean. It's the United, the dick of the United States, and he is the head of the dick of the United States. It's, it's, it's appropriate for Ron DeSantis. Uh, he, during COVID, he made sure to to shut down the people reporting the actual deaths. He tried to under count the actual deaths and now uh people locally certainly on social media are saying no man these numbers are way higher than what's being said you know they're saying a, a hundred people but if you look at that devastation if you look at all that water and you look at uh, you know if the people got a chance to get out then then maybe there was nobody there to to be hurt and i i pray that that's true but i suspect as the days go by and as the investigations go by and as the as the recovery and and the and the searching right. uh continues that number is going to shoot way up and it's unfortunate and and i want to say this too uh there was a vote in congress that just took place i think uh speaker of the house nancy pelosi said that there were wait for it 201 201 republicans that voted against relief aid for these states in fact when it was uh hurricane sandy when new york needed that money ron DeSantis, when he was in congress voted against giving new york the money marco rubio voted against giving new york the money new yorkers are like yo you know help them out that's how we are you know we, they, they they people in the south always in, in these red states always try to make us out to be assholes new yorkers are gruff we are very impatient 
that's true. But when it push comes to shove, we take care of our own. We take care of other people. That, that's just our nature. Really, you want to go with that statement? Is your, is your... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, okay. You... I, I, I am not hey, coaching on that at all. Got to get ready. For the big payback. <laughs> I, I'm not, we're gruff enough, but we we ain't that benevolent. So yeah. Nah, we I mean we you know New York does have a big F U uh very quick to the F U. that's that's true. But I'm just saying, like think about the pandemic. I remember in my neighborhood, certainly in the city where I live, um every day at about seven o'clock, people were outside on the balconies, outside the street. You could if you opened your window, you could hear people clapping. Uh, and and for making responder. noise for 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 the, for the uh, uh, first responders. Yeah, that was a regular thing. I, I get that, but but to make it seem like we're some big. Oh no, we know, not, we're not Midwest friendly. No, let's let's no, not get it okay. twisted. No. Well, yeah. you made that statement like you know, like hey, come on over. You know, I got your back. That's not New York. <laughs> I said when push come to shove. Uh, Derek, do you agree? Keith, do you agree well, with that? Nope, nope. We 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 we. I mean, we we are by ourselves. I mean, we 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 look like we we we're helping. And it's kind. Of, it pains me to say this, but you know, you know, it, we give the appearance, but in a heartbeat, you know, we'll say, "Man, man, you go ahead and kiss my ass." You know, I ain't doing that. Man. <laughs> Thank go ahead. you. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like, this? What New York is he living in? <laughs> it's like we the guy. Like when you fall down, we'll put our hand out, and then we'll look. Oh, that's you, nigga. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, and then step over them like Allen Iverson. Nah, we ain't doing that, man. Uh, uh, man. Some of us, three, <laughs> three out of the four of us say one fourth of us believes that. Yeah. One fourth of us says yes. I think New Yorkers, by and by, are are good people. I know we assholes. I know. I, first of oh, all, being okay. a New Yorker, I I own being a New right. York asshole. Okay. I own it. But okay. I know deep down inside, when push comes to shove, blackout, any kind of major, major happening that we got to pull together. Yeah, yeah. We, we pull together with blackout. We get together, and you know what we do? We you run it up the head. We take it everything we want. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. together. You're right. You're right. You're right. We do pull together. Oh yeah, you definitely you hold the door for people. Somebody will break the glass for other people to get in. <laughs> that's working together. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, that's working together. Yeah, this is not the city where, like, you know, we've all been down south and you see somebody street, you, you wave. You know, no, you no, somebody no, in New York. No, yeah. Do you know me? Why, exactly. why are you waving? Who are you waving at? Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you learn real quick to, to keep your eyes straight ahead because. <laughs> Any slight like glance can go can get catch you bullets or, or some fists. Well, that's true. But you in the south, you what you know? This the somebody drive by. Who is that? I don't know. Just you know, a, a person, that. a neighbor. Right. Not up here. Mm-mm. I remember driving the bus and I would say good morning, and they say, "What's so fucking good about the morning?" <laughs> yeah, hey, no more. You don't need to say no more after that. But my brother, yeah, we, we all is like you know. Hey, come on over. How you doing, neighbor? No, no, not that. We are not that. I'm not saying we that. I'm because everybody here got three or four locks on their door. I'm not saying this is this is what we what we do. I'm just saying that that when it comes to uh, other states, when it comes to our dollar, when New York City tax dollars, when we say uh, if, if Florida says we need help and we look and see Florida in dire straits, we look and see Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico is it for, for whatever reason i don't know why people are not paying attention to that storm i mean it's the same storm ian slammed puerto rico too with who and puerto rico hasn't really fully recovered from the previous storm and we're talking about florida because you know uh, it's right there and it's, it's it's the politics of it all 
Uh, but Puerto Rico, and I want to I want to make sure that we we acknowledge Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico got slammed. Um, and, and as a New Yorker, I have no issue with my tax dollars going to help those people in Puerto Rico. I really have no issue with my tax dollars going to support some of these Trump MAGA assholes in Florida. That's 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 real. I'm keeping it 100. I have hey, no yo, problem with that. Well, I yo, this is really this is really your birthday month, right? Yeah. You yes. you don't said Puerto Rico ten times, man. Go ahead, you you gonna be good. It's your birthday, man. Damn, man. <laughs> you're a lot more. You're a lot more generous than I am because as a New Yorker, that's a political. <clears throat> that's a politician who who always volunteers my tax dollars to go to other states. I'm not that guy. I'm like my first thought is make sure everything is fine in my state. Then if I got something left over, I'll help you. The politicians look at it elsewhere, and that's probably the the correct way. That's being a that's being a citizen. That's being a patriot. But my first thought is, listen, I can't help. Why am I fixing your house when my house is falling down? And this state has a lot of house falling down. All right. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, again, New York is a big donor state. I mean, there's a lot of states that uh, New York gives. I, I forget what the numbers are, but New York gives almost like $2 for every tax dollar we get back. And there's states like Mississippi and West Virginia that take more than they give. Kentucky well, takes states in the union. Yeah. Take Kentucky takes more money from the government than it gives in taxes. And meanwhile, Miss Bitch Ass McConnell will make sure that New York can't get what it needs while he's making sure that, you know, even his own state is not getting what they need. So I'm just saying, um, in this particular instance, I think that I'm okay with with helping these people. I know that it's not done reciprocally. I agree. And and, yeah, and 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 I know, like I said, this senator Marco Rubio vote Val Demings, folks. Marco Rubio voted against New York getting relief, and New York needed relief. Ron DeSantis vote uh, Charlie Chris vote Charlie Chris. Ron DeSantis voted against New York getting money when it needed it. So I'm just saying, I mean, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not. It's not my money to spend. It's not my money to give, but. I, I don't have an issue with these people getting help. I don't have an issue with people in Puerto Rico getting uh, federal tax dollars to help the situation out. One more time. And don't forget about uh, Matt Gates. Exactly. Matt Gates asked, asked for aid after voting no on hurricane and FEMA relief. Uh, in, right. Uh, on hurricane and Ian FEMA relief. Right. I mean, that's just. You know what's crazy? When you look at the pictures of the devastation in those two places in Puerto Rico, uh, that's for you two, Ann, and in uh, Florida, <laughs> you would honestly think, it's like, how could you say no? Like, we're not going to do this. Those are lives. These people lost everything. everything. And, then when you, and when you hear the stories, because I'm watching the news and I'm hearing the stories, I'm like, damn, you got to want to kick in. But for them to say no, you know... I, I understand it takes a little bit from your state, but it has to come to a point where it's not about red and blue. It's about, you know, human beings. And you got to, you know, sometimes you just got to do the right thing. And hopefully, eventually those folks get it, man. Because when you see stuff just flatten out and I'm watching and water just keeps coming in and folks are on top, you know, and I got friends in Florida, you know, and they didn't get hit. You know, they got hit, but not as bad. You know, one guy, one of my friends lost his car and it's up on the second level of the uh, parking garage. Water went up there. I'm like, God damn. You nah. know, but his deal is like, yo, man, but I'm alive, you know, and that's the humbleness that they have. And when it's time to give aid and you got these people saying, no, man, I don't know how they sleep at night, man. Because that's you, 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 New York is cold, but I don't think we that cold. 
I don't think we'd well, have. Well, no, we're not. No, I mean, no, no, no. Think no, about how many that. times the state of New York has said, okay, you know what? There's there's tornadoes in Oklahoma or or on the in the Panhandle. When you see these tornadoes that are ravaging, you know, the the plain states, I never heard anybody in New York saying, well. Too bad for these fuckers. I don't care. Uh, and these are red states. These are states that vote yeah. against what we want all the time. I've never heard anybody complain about Alabama or Mississippi getting relief when they have tornadoes or hurricane damage. Again, these are states that vote against our interests all the time. Um, but, but you know, I guess it's not reciprocated. It's, it's, it's yeah. a horrible thing. Because if you look at Florida, I mean, down there in Fort Myers, um, Key West, how they got hit. You have boats that are in the streets. Yeah. You got yeah, cars crazy. that are flooded over highways that are gone because the water was so high. And for these guys to to make a, um, a vote on something like that, they don't want no FEMA. We don't want no help for your, for your, for your state. You're, you're the dumbass. But I know you said something about it's something with the Republicans and the Democrats that they do. But them are fuckers are dumb fuckers. Straight that's up. a Republican state there, though. Yes. That's crazy, man. They just don't Again, care. Uh, let me let me repeat the number for the for the for the House of Representatives. I, I think there's like 430 some odd members of the House, and mm-hmm. it's a very slight ma- a majority the Democrats have. But I've, out of let's just just pick the number 400. Out of 400, right, 201. So it, maybe it's at the governor then. Maybe they don't want to help him. And it, 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 I refuse nah, to they, believe they, that all the, those people, you know, they're looking, those 200 plus people are looking and saying, nah, later for Florida. It might be a hit at this guy, man. Where they Maybe they sick of him or something, you know? No, they got they got Republican congressmen from Florida who, like Mark just said, Matt Gates voted against it. He's from yeah. there. Yeah, that's right. yeah, voted against it. And then and they, just be, they just crazy there, man. Because I'm like, damn. It's it makes no sense because it it goes against your own self interest. It's like you know it, it, what politics used to be back in. The, and the funny thing is, we remember that. Not like it's not like it's my parents saying. I remember when politicians used right. to do this. This is I remember this. I remember seeing where you were, there would be a compromise. Okay, I don't like all that, but I like some of that, or I can give right. you I help you out a little bit. Now it's all nothing. You either. Switch is either on or it's off. There's very little give, and it's crazy now because we've seen you know Governor DeSantis say and do crazy things, whether he's shipping migrants up to Martha's Vineyard or seeing all the things that. he said prior to and, and his covert response. And then now when it you know when that chicken came home to roost, now he's like, hey, Mr. Biden, how you doing? And, and Joe being, well, he's the pol- he's the president, so he has to do it. But also, I think he's one of those guys that he's. But he's usually a nice person. I mean, he's an incompetent president, but he's a nice person. So, of course, he's going to give aid. He's going to be like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But it's crazy if you're if you're the Democratic president, you're helping this right wing uh, governor who can't stand you, and then while you're asking for aid, the the, the governor's asking for aid, people in his own state, his own party, are voting against the aid for his. For their state, it seems it's like you're crazy. You look, you're plugging a hole, and you turn around. Somebody has a drill. You're going, what, what are you doing? <laughs> well, hey, yo, I, I, it, it's you. like it's like the Godfather kissing the ring. Biden has the ring on now, nigga. You need to bend down and kiss this ring because you need well, some help. The funniest yeah. thing to me about this whole situation, and it's, it's not funny, but it, but well, for me as a comic, it's funny. It's hilarious. All those migrants he shipped out of there, thinking to themselves, "Thank you, motherfucker." <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, yeah. this was great in Martha's Vineyard, but they were there. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I suppose that one backfired. I mean, it's it's it really is just an insane world we're living in. We're living in a real upside down, ass backwards uh, situation. Um, you know, and as I said, there's a reason Florida's shaped like a dick. They act like one. <laughs> you know? So uh, I, I don't I don't even know what to say. But I, as I said, this story, um, as we get more information from it, is going to get uglier. And you're going to start finding some stuff out that that that's really, really um, unseemly. I mean, it was unseemly enough when he was, you know, uh, actually putting these 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 political asylum seekers on an airplane, you know, playing with them and, and messing with their minds. Oh, yeah, we're going to get you some help. We're going to get you this, that and other thing and tricking these folks onto an airplane. Um, and now they can't even, you know, meet their uh, their their asylum uh i forget what it is it, 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 you have to to appear for to uh to uh, apply for asylum and sometimes where these people are is where they need to be because that's that's where they get their their initial cases assigned and you send somebody clear across the country they can't make it back for their case you put them in a real real uh horrible kind of limbo yeah. um so yeah back. i mean uh, yeah it, it comes back but these people are not playing they, they don't care you know Mark said the word against their own interests. This has always been the case with, uh, I think, a lot of Republican voters. They they don't vote for their own interests. These are the same people that lost their minds when we were trying to make sure that you had Obamacare, you had some some, some level of health care. These are the people that lost their minds when they were trying to, you know, vote for a minimum wage, you know, a, a livable minimum wage. And people said, no, no, we don't want you to know, spend it all that. OK, well, all right, keep keep working at McDonald's for no money. I mean, this is this is the insanity that, that you see all the time. And as I said, these same states that vote against the things that big like, you know, uh, big blue states like New York and California want. We don't we don't get what we want. We got to deal with all this bullshit that the people in fucking Dakota want, but we don't get what we want. So this is why the country is so divided. Yeah. No, no. Absolutely right, Kate. Absolutely right. Uh, Imagine this, guys. One day you drive in your car, and the next day you in the rafts, canoes, boats, (laughs) trying to get around. Yeah. And how you going to get aid unless they got boats to get to you because Mm -hmm. ain't nothing moving. Nothing moving but the water. That's it. You can't plug in your laptop. It's underwater. There's no power. You can't you can't go to the post office. It's underwater or it may not even be there anymore. You know, this is what people don't realize, you know, uh, it, it, ultimately, and I think you said it, Keith, this is us. This is United this is us. You the US, the United States. This is us. And and you know, I may not agree with you. I may not even like you. But you on the team, so you know I got I got to learn to play with you, mm-hmm. um, and they don't get that. They do not get that at all. Speaking of team and playing, um, this past week also saw something else that happened in Florida that I just could not believe what the hell I was seeing. Um, Miami Dolphin quarterback Tua. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Tua, man. Let's say Tua. Tua, 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 T
You know, you watch that that sport. I saw the highlights, man. It comes on ESPN, man. Come on, man. It would the, the, the paint must have dripped to a cross after that hit. Because I'm telling you, I saw a cross. I saw a cross on his face, man. You wear his eye black like that, so probably yeah, you probably did see that. It was but yeah. So see, he's the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. They were playing last week against who? Who are they playing against? Uh, uh, with the first thing, when the first, the first wait, one, yeah, the, the, uh, Buffalo. They they were playing Buffalo. against Buffalo um, uh, Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah, prime time game. No, that's oh, no, Sunday. Sunday. That was Sunday. The Sunday night game was Buffalo. Thursday was Cincy. Cincy, right? So they're playing against Cincinnati um, in in Miami. Uh, he got up. I guess he was sacked. He you know big hit. He you know, got knocked down. He got up and he was walking or stumbling towards the, the huddle and then suddenly he just lost his lost his legs he just you know hit yeah. the ground and then he got back up and he was clearly clearly out on his feet i mean if it was a fighter somebody would have stepped in and and would have waved it off and said that's it no more uh but they uh, you know they took him to the 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 so-called tent and then they brought him back back into the stadium back into the uh, the locker room and then he comes back out to play I guess the the end of the game yeah, after having been knocked out. This is on Sunday. Four days later on national TV, primetime game, big time national exposure. This is the Thursday night football game. Everybody watches just like Monday night. Everybody watches. He gets knocked out, knocked out. His body slammed to the turf. He is concussed. His, his body goes into spasm. Yeah, um, the, the announcers were talking about his, you know, that that's a sure sign of, of neurological damage when your fingers uh, are, are spasm that way. They were crossed. They were like they were they were. Yeah, it's like a, it's like almost like a self stemming. If you ever see somebody um, have a seizure, it was like he he, he was it was. But he crazy. actually really didn't hit his head on on the on the ground. You don't right. have to because the problem with it is the whiplash. It's, right, it, right. A lot of times the players that. try to avoid hitting the you know right. hitting the ground at quote unquote field turf, which is still hard. It's not like the Astro turf, like in the uh, the old the vet or uh, or Astro State. Uh, what is that? Astro Astro It's not like that kind of hard, but it's still hard. I mean, we've all walked on those artificial turf fields; they still hurt. And you try to you take the hit and you try to avoid having your head slam against the thing, so. You get that horrible whiplash, and literally, it's your brain rattling around in your head. Right. I mean, it's it's, it's like it's like a it's like a it's gonna sound horrible. It's like a Jello shot. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's in a, it's in a cup, and if you shake it, you can see that the Jello slaps against the side of the cup. That's, That's exactly what your brain is doing. Your brain is floating in a little bit of liquid, uh, just enough to keep it from rubbing against the, the skull. And when it when it gets shook, just like an egg yolk, it hits the side of the uh, of the of the shell and it bounces back. So his brain it hit the side of the shell on Sunday, and then again on it's Thursday one, slams yeah. again and and causes damage. And every time that happens, uh, the cumulative effect of, effect of it is is horrible. I, you know the, they were talking about, and I'm not even so sure. We won't even know the full extent of the neurological damage that he suffered or may not have suffered until he's done playing. If he's, if he plays again this year or if he, if he, if he, you know, plays for another 10 years, we won't know. He, you know, he may be uh, fine or he may be answering phones that aren't ringing for the rest of his life. We don't know. He, he would have to stop now. I, I, I'm sorry if I'm going to be 
probably speaking without true facts. But basically, when I was watching all these concussion shows and, and docs and everything, he would almost have to stop literally right now and never play again. And within maybe five years, he would get heal. back the things he's lost through wow. all the peewee, college, and pro. But then to kind of get back to, quote unquote, a base level, a normalcy. It's just, I mean, we see that hit, and that's, that hit is violent and, and the whiplash effect. But the ones we never talk about are the interior linemen because they're having a, a car crash. Every play. They're having, they're having a, Every play. Uh, yeah. 50 car crashes a day. And they're not like, you know, if you take your car, which you can't do, and go into a wall, only 20 miles per hour, you know, 40 times, you're going to feel it. I mean, I know I recently, actually earlier this year, I didn't even get hit in the head. I got hit. Um, actually, I did get hit in the head. My neck essentially got pinned to my left shoulder. My neck didn't have that flexibility, but I got hit in the pain shot that on my, I lost sensation in my uh, shoulder and my left side. I couldn't feel anything. And that wasn't like somebody, you know, teeing me up and slamming me on the turf. That was just, it got snapped there. I wasn't a it's a stinger. It's a stinger. Yeah. And I couldn't, they were like, you okay, okay. You know, I was like, I couldn't, I've never walked over the basketball. I could not feel my left, for about 15 minutes, I couldn't feel the thing. And for a good two months, maybe longer, I like it would happen on a cage. Like if I turned or, so imagine now you got a guy who's swinging around and snapping around or even those little shove hits, like the guy, he, gets, he just gets the ball away and the guy shoves you. That's still a slight whiplash. All these can, these continual and minor hits, quote unquote minor because it's not my body, they have a cumulative effect so that when he does get to that point, when he gets the real big one, that's the one that triggers it. But all those other little minor concussions or minor breakdowns or minor injuries just makes that one 10 times, 100 times worse. Hey, Anthony, question. When your son comes home and he tells you, hey, um, I made the varsity squad, wh- right. what goes through your mind knowing what you know about this concussion as a parent? You know, as a parent, my cousin, what my nephew's doing now, I don't like at all, but I won't say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's go to let's keep it on the football. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he football. came when he came home, I, you know, right. I you know, I was never crazy about him playing football. It okay. was something he wanted to do. I okay. was never crazy about it from from peewee to 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 uh, I guess junior high school in varsity. No, in, in in varsity. Uh, never crazy about it, you know, and and I think for me the best thing that happened was that he didn't get a scholarship somewhere to play football. That he, you know, he didn't try to go to some 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 junior college factory where they just don't care and and keep banging his head and banging right, his head right. um, to to do this. Now he's he's <laughs> oh god yeah. yeah. What he's doing now, I think, is a a hundred times worse. He knows that I feel that way. I I just I wish he wouldn't do that. Right. right now he does you know, he does Muay Thai. Right. And and he he imagines himself fighting. And I'm saying, you know what, you're a good looking guy. Uh you still can, you know, <laughs> sign your name and recognize your, <laughs> recognize your name on a piece of paper. Keep it that way, you know. But right. Uh, right. again, this is something he's doing. I I guess good look. If if he if I, he, I he keeps look like Jimmy Walker, do not get your ass <laughs> in that, that ring. <laughs> If he's like Jimmy Walker, he'd be like Bootley Farnsworth. He'd be like, he'd be all right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, now, imagine this. Um, as football players, even um, I learned this from driving the bus. Anytime you hit your, your brakes hard, 
you're shaking your brain, you're shaking your head. Yes, there's a constant snap. Um, as a football player, as you say, in the um, linemen and stuff, and you're taking hits. Your head is is, is snapping every time. So you're all sh- you're shaking your brain to a point, like you said, when Tua got that hit on Thursday, it just took him to another level. Because when you look at it, it looked like it wasn't really a hard hit. But as you said, he braced his body and whatever. But still, the lingering effects from this past Sunday, right? Yeah, which he should have never been playing on Thursday. Because when he walked up, when he got up from the Buffalo uh, Bills game to war, his legs gave way. You mean uh, the Cincinnati of, game, the Bengals game. Spent, right, no, no, the, the Buffalo game. The no, Buffalo, Buffalo game. game. The first, that's legs, the first one. Yeah, that's his legs game. gave way. Uh, one of the um, linemen picked him, no, picked him up. He's still walking. And he drops yeah. down again. Yeah, that he's supposed to have been out the crazy. game. He was not supposed to even come back until they ran tests on this young man. But that, that's well, when the coach. That's when the coach. You know, because as a player, and you got the love. Yo, I'm good. You always good. But somebody has to say no. You're exactly. not. Exactly. That's what didn't happen. You know, if you know, I had bad ankle sprains. I'm you know, take me up. I'm ready to go, man. You because that's the love, and you got the adrenaline. So you're not feeling so much pain. <laughs> but when all this is over, oh, I'm pretty that. sure that. That night, that first night, that Sunday night, man, when he got in the crib, he's like, oh, my God. And then I want to know, you got practice on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. On Tuesday. Yeah. Then you probably got to walk through on Wednesday because you're playing Thursday. And nobody makes a decision and saying, nah, young man, nah, no. young fella, you got to sit down. They feel, we, we all know we've all played back. We, we've all been hit with some with a pick. They're like, damn, that's yeah, a war. Exactly, exactly. So now you take that. And in the case of uh, the story of Ryan Clark, a uh, former Steeler, told about Mike Tomlin. Ryan Clark had sickle cell trait. Right. So they played, uh, I think when he played, when he you was playing died. in Washington. Yeah. yeah, when he played in Washington, he played up in Denver. You know, air's a little thin up there, to say the least. He damn near died. So when they had the playoff game, I should know it was a regular season game or a playoff. I'm not sure either one. The playoff game against the playoff, Yeah, you play, mean the Tebow he, game. Yeah, the Tebow. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> Call he, what it he, is. He, he brought his own doctors in and tried to get you know the team doctor. Everybody. He had a half hour pitch to Tomlin so he could play this game. You know, he's he, he really had got a half hour. He had doctors. All these. Time they said Tomlin stood for five minutes. And said, "Listen, you can stop all that." I'm telling you, you're not playing. If you were my son, you would, he said, if you were my son, we wouldn't even have this conversation. I gave you, you five go. minutes because you're not my son, but you're not playing. Right. That's right. how it should have been. So the exactly. coach, the owner, the, the doctors, you know, somebody should have taken care of too and said, listen, when he had the, the Buffalo game where he was like he was on uh, what's uh, half, half – was it uh, Ollie put you on half Dream Street or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. When he put – yeah, exactly. Because that's what he was. He was like – so when he was had that, somebody – had to take him out the game, take his helmet, right. take him out because typical athletes, typical players, I want to play. I'm good. I, mean, right. I remember what, the one time I was playing football. Now, I was back then, it was called a stinger or you got your bell rung. But I remember I got hit and I uh, got through a pass. Guy slammed me down. Next thing I know, I got dirt <laughs> in my ass. My, uh, one of my uh, players picked me up and I had to walk. I was on the far side of the field. I had to get back to the other side of the field. I'm thinking, this is the longest walk of my life. I that field looked like it was thirty <laughs> miles away, and I I went out for for one play and came back in. Now now that would never happen, but that's what should have happened to him. These a million dollar people, million dollar corporations, many corporations on the field. In the case of Tua, he's that now because he's their quarterback. Right. Somebody's got to take him out. Somebody's got to do a Tomlin and say, "Listen, I don't care what 
Right. You aren't playing. This right. is, we're not even talking. What are we talking about? Talk about right. practice. What are we talking about? That's what we're talking about. So, Mark, what do you say about the doctors who are there, who's supposed to see this, and they, make that decision? Like, yo, you cannot go back in the game. Two doctors fail because they had the independent doctor that the league has, and you have your team doctor. The team doctor gives the ultimate thing, and the team doctors are always told. I mean, the coach is always told essentially whatever the doctor says, that's it. You're not going to go over there and lobby him because you know. It's like goddamn transit. Yeah, you wrong with his arm. He you, know, go you, can't, you can't go lobby doctors. No, they if they say he's out, he's out. That's how it is. But nobody, yeah. even put his, we, we're blaming the doctors and the coach and I don't know what else is on the sideline. But none of his, the players saw him too. Listen, hey, to it, yo, coach, go up to coach. He can't. He's he's gone. He can't play. We can't put him back in. What's not right? I mean, that's something that the, his teammates, his quote unquote brothers, is there with like to say. Could it could have saved him and said, "Listen, no, no, yo, to it. We saw what happened. We know. Yeah, this is this is a game, man. You got to you got your kids the rest of your life. Right. I think the thing that should have happened, and I, and I and I said it when it happened, the doctor for the team needs to be fired and get ready yeah. for his lawsuit. I think I think, and I'm going to say this. I you know everybody's talking, you know, hyping this new coach. The coach should have been fired. Just based on the example you used from Mike Tomlin, the coach should have been fired because the coach had in his power to say, yo, give me the helmet. Somebody grab his helmet, take that's his it. ass to the sideline, and that's it. You're not going back in there. The coach should have been fired. There's no way he should have said, yeah, he saw it. He saw All he had to do was watch the replay. He saw it. Yeah, because they were saying that he, got, he it was a sh- shoulder, shoulder injury. Right. And, so and- he's out on his feet. Yeah, yeah, he's holding. He's on. He's on his feet, and he's holding his head. I got hit. My, when I got hit in my shoulder, I held my shoulder. I didn't hold my head when I got hit in my shoulder. I held my shoulder, and it was like somebody stabbed me. I, if I got, if I get hit in my shoulder and I hold my head, then it's my head. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. If, if I'm, if I, if I was a, if I was a, a, a lawyer, uh, one of these, these, you know, ambulance, <laughs> I would, I'd have gave him my card right then and there. I'd have been like, yo, I got you pro bono because that's a, that's a billion dollar case. Yeah, that's, that's a, a billion. Yeah, that's the mean, league. It's a team, and if you want to go micro, macro, you can go to the doctors and our coach. But that's, I got, I got the league on blast. I got the Miami Dolphins on blast. And who else wants some of this? Because you could get a dream team of lawyers that'll be like, yo, you know what? I want a piece of that because that's mm-hmm. that. You know, you gonna you, you can retire after this case. Yeah, was like some kind of benign. Because I remember, when, I mean, my young Pierce, uh, I didn't see it. He got. He had a concussion, but it people think like it doesn't take a lot. We told you what my brother said, it's like jello. It does, and, and Keith said it with, with the uh thing, it doesn't take a lot to to concuss you. I mean, you can literally you can be kind of kid around and shove somebody, and you don't know what their, their makeup is as far as their body, right? It doesn't take a lot to move jello. We've all known that. I mean, we've you know, some of us walk, we got a little jiggle to us, so we know it doesn't take much to move jello, doesn't take much to move the fluid in your brain. And if you shove somebody kind of the hard way, that can be a thing. People don't really like I, 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 to, to follow up on that point. One of the biggest uh, injury concerns for girls soccer. It's not anything with the knees or the joints or the shins or none of that. It's concussions. Just the bumping and the it's concussions. Girls soccer has one of the highest concussion rates of 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 uh, of you know uh, scholastic sports. Yeah, you guys get hit the head with that that damn ball hitting you in your head, hitting you in the head, I or just running into somebody, yeah. or just that, just that, like, as you said, the jostling, running into people, it, it they 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 get constantly get uh, concussions, and it's 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 something that they they weren't yeah, right, really aware right. of. Yeah, 
um, you know, I mean, you know, you you want your kid to be all right, get him a tennis racket, teach him how to throw a baseball left-handed, or put him in the pool and get him swimming, uh, or let him run, run let him run track, you know. Uh, but yeah, football, as I said, a golf club in the hand, a golf club. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when he was playing to answer your question, Derek, when he made varsity, I was like, wow, I was happy for him because he was happy he made it but not happy for me because I'm sitting there going, oh, man, oh, man, watching every day, you know, and, and just, you know. And then, and then I, I'll tell you something else that, that's, that's pretty insidious about high school sports in America, especially when it comes to football. I mean, basketball has got its own other, you know, other evils, uh, you know, evils, and same thing with baseball. But football, you have a lot of coaches trying to make a name for themselves mm-hmm. that will sacrifice these young men uh, and their health to make a name for themselves. And and there were situations where, you know, Matt will, will tell you to this day, you know, you know, you ruined my career. No, man, I saved your life, you know, because coaches wanted to take him to this place or that place and, you know, and, and uh, sometimes use these kids as, as, as cannon fodder for somebody else that they're trying to market. Right. So, yeah, it, it, it's insidious, man. Um, you know, and right. as I said, I mean, I, I, I wish I was, I wish I was, uh, you know, a, a, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, a litigator for, uh, for, for whatever uh, you know for for tour because I would I'm sorry I would I'd retire. <laughs> I would, they would change the name of that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Powell and Tua. That's what it <laughs> well, I'd let his name go first. I don't care. Hey man, your money. Go ahead. We're about Check to get paid, up. baby. We're about we to own this dog. We own the Dolphins. Dolphins <laughs> our team now. We own it. How you want to? How, what you want to do? That's it, man. Can't play no more. But what you want to do? This is our team. I mean, he. I mean, he has got the lawsuit. The lawsuits. And I, I know he wants to play. Like you said, Derek. I mean, you know, as athletes, you guys just want you just want to lace them up and play. But I hope some good lawyers in his ear going, man. You know, I mean, you know, Hall of Fame, maybe, maybe not. But I tell you what, you could get. You could be a billionaire by the time this is over. <laughs> Get that yeah, money, for that young man. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, speaking of of of, uh, of of just recklessness and 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 sports and politics, uh, why was Swaggy E in Puerto Rico, Derek? <laughs> I don't know how that segued over to my man, but anyhow, he did what you spoke about, man. New York looking to give a hand, man. He wanted to show support to the folks of PR, let them mm-hmm. know that you know um, he's you know the New York you know New York City's here for him. And, you know if we need to send you know fire fire police you know fireman police uh, you know Con Edison like we've done in the past, we could go down there to try to get some services restored to help with the uh, the search and the rescues for for some of the folks who lost so much down there. That's so, why he was there to represent. So he's, not, he's not down there looking for no shorties, right? He's just. <laughs> he's not going to say that. I, I, I should have never said that to y'all, man. He's, he's not down there looking for some vacation property. He's not doing none no, of that. No, no he was mommy, there in another mommy. place outside of New York. He was there to support the folks, letting them know New York is here. And then you got to remember a lot of folks around him, man. Um, you know, who come out of New York are, are Latino, you know, Congress folks, you know, so he's got to make sure the Ruben Diaz's and those folks are taken care of. So he's got to go down there and rep, you know, rep the hood. That's all yeah, it was. Yeah, he's going down there. Poppy, Poppy's here, baby. Nah, Poppy. nah. <laughs> I see Mommy, Poppy, Poppy. Poppy's going down there to make sure they know. And remember, you got a whole lot of folks who come from PR over here to New York City, man. So it's like, you know, it's like little PR. So he wants to make sure those folks down there are good. 
And that's what he did. And that's what a, a, a true leader does. You go down there and you check on your folks and make sure your folks is good. And that's what Why he did. He should be checking on the folks right here. To, to, to quote y'all, he should be checking on the people right here. We talked about crime in New York City last week. Oh, it ain't go nowhere. Like we said, um, you know, this is bigger, you know, than than the mayor. Uh, he has reached out to to Washington. He's met with Joe Biden. I think last week or the week before, when they was here for the uh, UN summit, and he's been in his ear. You know, I don't know if Joe Biden is hearing him or anybody at this stage in goddamn game. But he needs to listen because we need you need to get these guns and things off the street. You know, but uh, was he Swaggy E a cop at one point? Yes, yes Swaggy. Was? No, Swaggy was a captain. Yeah, he, uh, he, 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 captain, he wasn't just captain. a cop. He was a captain. He, was a captain. he had some. He had some ranking. He had some ranking. Mm. But n- now remember, as long as you got the bail reform, cashless bail, all this stuff, it's going to be what it is. The police are locking these cats up. But when you get to court, if you just getting let go, it's it's like a never ending battle. You got to keep some of them cats in jail, man. With the with the stuff they doing out here, man. Yeah, because the stuff they're doing is 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 hands. We were talking about it yeah. off 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 air. We were talking about Dang this yeah. this woman that you guys mentioned, the eighty some odd year old woman in, in, Brownsville. in Brownsville, Brownsville that was beaten by her neighbor. Another woman beaten on the subway to the point where the guy yeah. that was, I guess, attempting to help said, mm, nah, I don't want yeah, none that of that. Chased, now listen to me, and that dude chased him off. Now, now he did. He was on his way. Like, yo, what you doing? And money stopped. And walked toward him, and as my brother said, he skipped the turnstile going out of the train. And I'm like, oh my god! And yeah, it, I mean that was senseless. And the guy who who um, assaulted the 81 year old, this is like a level three sex offender that was living right above her that she knew. And the guy just flipped, man. And then what about what happened to the lady from EMS? Um, oh I yeah, guess last right. week, man. Right. She, she gets yeah stabbed to death. At yeah, had a funeral. They had a funeral today. Yeah, a funeral today out there. I think it was in Comac. They said or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, wake was in Comac. Funny, yeah. I went to that funeral home twice. But yeah, it was out here, and what? I think the I forgot what the funeral was. But yeah, it's just thirty-four. I mean, this guy's thirty-four years old. He's known to the police because he's got these mental, you know, challenges that he's dealing with. And all she's doing is lo- looking to go up the go up the block to get a bagel, and this guy stabs her to death right in front of the EMS uh, EMS house, man. And she's um, on duty. They had uh, Swaggy Swaggy on uh, Channel 7 News, and he was speaking about there are so many um, mental people that are out in the streets. And instead of them getting them help, they just like a, a turnstile. They, they, they bring them in, send them right back out. But they're not getting the help that they actually need, no medication, no nothing. So when they go off and they're hurting innocent people and killing innocent people, who does it fall back on now? Because Obviously, someone's not doing their job. They just slipping through the holes. Now I'm trying. I, I, I want to be politically correct as much as I can. Uh, speaking about uh, what I'm about to say regarding the mentally challenged. If you guys remember when we were in school, there wasn't a bunch of folks that were mentally challenged, and the ones that were. They were like on, you know, they had their own side, you know, two classrooms were empty and they were over there. Am I right? And then they would get out. If we got out at three, they got out at two thirty. Do y'all recall this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. So we didn't have all of the stabbings and all this stuff that's going on. What do you think has changed? 
Are we mixing them in with the good people? I mean, what what are we doing? <laughs> no, I said I'm trying to be no, politically no. correct. I did say that. Let me stop you and rewind it past the good people <laughs> statement and let okay. you go for let you go forward again. Go okay, so yes, like, like I said. I was like, okay, how you get out of here? Okay. All I'm saying, if you remember, and y'all did agree, we got out of three and some folks got out early at two thirty. Right. If I went to lunch from 12 to 1, somebody else, and I'm not going to say who, they may have went from 1 to 2. There was never, it was like a segregation. It was segregation. <laughs> and you segregated and you kept the peace. Now, I, now that we have unsegregated. <laughs> Man, no, I'm sorry. I had deep, to it's deep a hole, and we're just going it's a, down. It's a Walinda, let, let, let the Walinda go. Come on, <laughs> walk that tight road. All I'm saying, back in the day, it was I, my point. Down, being, it man. wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. That's all I'm saying. Back in the day, it wasn't. Where to go? Where to go, Derek Walinda? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just falling into a hole with no bottom. It's like when you drop one of those rocks at the bottom, like like a bottomless pit, and you're waiting for it to hit something, and it never does. That's what we was doing just now. This All fly. I'm saying is, okay, well, I, I hope we didn't offend nobody. But what I am saying I hope <laughs> when we when we back in our day, do you agree was things better? I, I would say here's here's the difference between then and now. Okay. There were a lot more institutions like like Creedmoor and these places where they were right. just kind of warehouse folks. And and I can honestly say this, uh, you know, I get on a subway fairly regularly. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm probably the only city dweller here. And I'm on the subways re- regularly. And I've noticed doesn't matter where you are, there are multiple, multiple uh, homeless people, mentally disturbed homeless people on the subway. I see, I'm sitting here, you know, at different stops and watching guys scream and yell and talk to themselves on a regular basis, wilding out. On the subway, and you know, New Yorkers again, as I said, great people. We walk right by them and pretend like we don't see them or hear them, uh, but they are out there. And I'm saying to myself, it's only a matter of time before the voice in that person's head said, "Go ahead on and stab that devil right there." You know, yeah, what, what, yeah. whatever, whatever's going right. on in their head. Right. That's what. It's only a matter of time before for your your imaginary friend. Get you involved in some shit that you shouldn't be involved in. Um, you know. That is true. I got a story. I remember I was working in, at night in Bankers Trust. I got off work maybe about three o'clock one night down at Chamber Street. And there's a cat at the end of the station with a machete. And this is what he's saying I'm going to kill somebody tonight. And he's hitting the machete against the uh, the metal beam. I took my ass back upstairs and kept the boot. Because I was not going to be a victim. Because you say that a lot. I'm going to kill me somebody tonight. And you could tell he wasn't in the right frame of mind. Yeah. So, you no. know, like you say, those are people out there and that voice getting their head and they look at you with that look. And you know that look. You need to move. You need to get out of there. You don't need to be your hero. Stand there. Got to go. And, well, and that's, that's the problem. They give you a look because, like my brother was saying, at least, you, at least that guy gave you fair warning. Listen, you can, <laughs> you can walk across this line if you want to, but, you know, that's that's walk at your own risk. The, like, the, like the lady who we just talked about uh, who just was going to get her bagel, yeah. this, like my brother said, the switch went off. And I see, you know, see him as I come in in the morning, you see people on the street. Um, but 
the scariest thing is the switch. You don't know when right. the trigger is going to happen. You don't, and you don't know what triggers like, what what's going to trigger. You know whether you say a high or you you look at them or you don't look at them or you you know your left foot which went first instead of your right. You don't know what the trigger is, and next thing you know, you're in a battle for your life or you're in the news. People talking about how great a person you were. Right. You're right. Mark. Yeah. No. I mean, that's, that's it. That, and that's the scary part. And again, because we don't warehouse people, because there's no active teams out there of mental health professionals kind of, you know, just getting these folks up out of the subway, getting them, you know, off the street, so to speak. That's a problem. You know, they're dangerous and you can kind of highlight and pinpoint that obvious danger. If somebody's, you know, starting to, to, to uh, disassociate or whatever, you can kind of see that happening. The ones that scare me are these young knuckleheads who uh, for all intents and purposes, seem normal, but then they spaz out and they're, and they're doing, as you said, they're, they're doing crimes with no repercussions. They're not worried about going Great. to jail. They're not worried about doing any time. They're not worried about going to Rikers. I mean, the thing that kept me on a straight and narrow was I didn't want to be in Rikers having being somebody's bitch. I didn't want. I, didn't, I, 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 I knew I wasn't built for that, so I'm like, you know, right. you know what? Maybe I don't need to be involved in something that's going to get me in an, in an environment where I'm grabbing somebody's belt and washing their t-shirts. And the line of you know sad guys, they're line of thinking now. They they're 19, 20 years old, and they do these crimes that take a life. They say, I could do 20. I'll be 40 when I get out. That's right. the thinking Crazy. mentality. Yeah. And you're going like, you want to do 20 here, and then you're going to come out, and the whole world is different once you come out of there. Mm-hmm. But that's the line of thinking. I could, I could do 20, I do 15, I'll be out soon. Yeah, well, uh, so, uh, somebody, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is just insane. Uh, years ago, I did shows in, in a couple of the New York City jails and the, the Brooklyn House. Uh, Brooklyn House, I did actually a couple. I did the, uh, the Tombs in Manhattan. I did the Queens House of Detention. I think I did the Brooklyn House of Detention. Uh, and you know what? What you learn right there is is that, and this for people that are not familiar with the penal system in New York, um, they have the New York City jails, and the jails are either for people going up into the system, up into the state system, or who are coming from the state system about to be released back into society. And uh, a couple of CEOs there had said, you know, we treat, you know, I said, why are we having comedy shows? you know, for these, for these criminals. And the CEO says something to me. I never forgot. He said, man, listen, you know, they're all eventually getting out. So if you steal every last bit of humanity they have while they in here, they ain't going to have none at all when they get back on the street and they will be back on the street. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I certainly do believe that in the crime and punishment, I just think that right now, I mean, and you're probably right, Derek, with the, with the bail situation we have and, and, and bail was punitive for a lot of people. There's a lot of people, you know, uh, who, who found themselves in the criminal justice system on some bullshit. I always think about, uh, uh, Khalif Browder, you know, yeah. and that's a situation that 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 we should have had bail reform. That kid should never have sat in Rikers for three years. Uh, right. But there are some kids. There are some kids. 
and I used to teach some of them. They're awesome kids <laughs> who I have no problem with them sitting in Rikers for three, four years. Because uh-uh. <laughs> I already know where they are. I already know where, they, where their mindset is. And that mindset is 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 one that Keith just described, you know, where these kids are like, yo, man, I can do the time. I ain't worried about it, you know. Um, so I, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, you know, crime is, 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 is on the rise in New York city and we're not, we're not, we're not trying to do an episode of law and order here. Um, you know, I know Mark didn't want to talk about crime. Uh, but when I was thinking about the Richard Pryor line, when, uh, why did you kill everybody in the house? They was home. <laughs> they was home yeah. mm-hmm. You know, uh, but, but it is, it's, it's, it's bad out here in these streets, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, uh, I, I just feel like Swaggy E should get his ass out of Puerto Rico and should be doing something more. He's back right here in the city he's of New York. back in New York. He went down there. He was showing them compassion because of what they went through. Give the guys props, okay? Give him his. Props. While he was while he was surveying the damage to the property, there was he was he also showing uh, the 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 street easy uh, listings for New Jersey. Was he doing that? No, showing he was the best not. neighborhoods in New Jersey because clearly that's where he, the way he lives. All he so. wanted to make sure was people were okay. You know, that's it. Thank you. All right, all right. Thank I'm just you. making sure. I mean, you know, I'm gonna listen. I mean, you know, I mean, pe- people come from Puerto Rico; they're not used to paying a toll to come into the city. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> if that was explained. I hope it was. I hope he cleared all that up, man. Uh, listen, if y'all have not subscribed to Power to the People, you're missing all all of this, all of this every week, every week. You're missing all this good stuff. You should be subscribed to Power to the People. Now you're saying to yourself, "Okay, I listened to this episode. Where can I get it?" Well, you can get it at the same place you just listened to it, or Anywhere you listen to a podcast, anywhere, any platform you listen to a podcast on, type it in, Power to the People will pop right up. You can also ask uh, Alexa to play Power to the People. If you're riding in your car and your new car has Pandora, ask Pandora to play Power to the People. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can find us on social media. Go to Facebook. Power to the People on Facebook. There's an action button. Hit that and you'll hear this podcast. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. Or you can find us all on Instagram. Or you can just come back here next week at the same place, same channel, and listen to us again. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.